Hey, Story of the Fight listeners. Thank you for joining us for the special edition where we have Mr. Carlos Lozoya with us, bantamweight fighter. How you doing, sir? Uh, how you doing? Uh, bantamweight and now flyweight fighter. And now flyweight. That's right. Actually, yeah, that was one of our questions. Yeah. What, what do you feel better at? You feel feel better Honestly, at flyweight or bantamweight? I, bantamweight. I'm so, I feel so strong. But guys are also so strong. Um, but at, at flyweight, flyweight was such an cu- easy cut. It was, uh, like at bad weight, I was literally skipping like a meal and then I was like on weight and then, uh, <laughs> flyweight, uh, I got a nutritionist and I did it right. And I, I all I had to do was lose like four pounds of water. And then I was nice. like, oh, dude, it was so easy. It was like, what a, it was one of my easier cuts, which is funny, but, um, no, I like flyweight a lot more just cause I'm, I'm going with guys my size, you know, but bad weight I also love just cause. You know, I could probably fight at bantamweight like literally every single week if I wanted to. <laughs> um, but so there's it has its trade offs. I couldn't cut weight like that every single week at 125. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Was that your first time at 125? Uh, I wrestled at 125. Okay. Uh, so it, it wasn't my first experience at 125, um, but it was my first time fighting at 125. So very cool. So yeah. is the plan to continue kind of like jumping back and forth depending on like what matches are brought your way or are we looking to focus on one or the other? I'm going to focus more at 125, but uh, 135, I think if the fight makes sense, uh, I'll do it. If, if it's like a good <laughs> fight for me, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take the fight. So and I think there's a lot of matchups for me that like would make a lot of sense for me at 135. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm open to both, you know. It's kind of nice to be in that position, right? Because like, it seems like a lot of the times nowadays, the UFC is giving like debuts and contracts out to guys who are like willing to jump in there right away, you know. Right. But a lot of times, these guys will like take two that days fight notice. Up. Yeah, they're like two days notice. Fight this killer. Also, cut twenty pounds. But if you don't have yeah. to cut twenty pounds, then you're kind of ready. Oh yeah, and it's it's nice because like uh, like I'm I'm pretty much like at my weight right now to make one twenty five. So, uh, I'm like, I feel healthy. I feel good. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't like the dehydration part of like, cause it's hard on your body, man. And I felt it like a couple days after I was like, Oh, my back, my, I can feel like, <laughs> you know, uh, you only have so many of those. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, right now, like I, I'm ready. You know, I could fight if they called me, I was like a week later and they're like, Hey, can you make one trip back? I'd be like easy. That'd be very, yeah. very manageable, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I agree. It's 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 being as active as you can, especially at the regional scene, and then you know try, to try to get to that uh, next next point. Yeah, is that the goal? To uh, I mean, because you're on like a six fight win streak right now, right? You haven't lost since like 2016. Like yeah, come on. 2016 <laughs> my last my last loss, which is nice, you know. But yeah, six fight win streak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I would imagine, especially with the move to Lozons, I would imagine attention's kind of starting to gravitate towards you oh yeah i would think at yeah. least yeah and uh you know uh we've uh we're trying to get something working uh but like if nothing happens i'm just gonna keep fighting and finishing people so that's that's just the goal you know so i'm trying to yeah. I'm trying to fight in the next like within the month honestly <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying to fight within the month and then uh and then hopefully you know seven fight win streak another finish and i'll get that call you know 
yeah i mean if you just make yourself undeniable right and that's the way to do it you just keep yeah, fighting 100%. keep winning yeah <laughs> and finishes yeah, like your last one dude oh my god those elbows yeah those elbows <laughs> i know man and uh it, it's funny because uh uh i heard my coach because i was like really i posted on his face to like uh to like kind of disrupt his breathing because i wanted to get him tired you know and i wanted him to like bench press me off because it almost it, to me it almost seemed like he was like he was hoping i would get tired from punching him or something like that because <laughs> i was like man like why isn't this guy trying he's like being overly defensive and so mm -hmm. i was like i was posting on his face and i heard my coach say if you can touch him you can elbow him I was like, I'm elbowing him. And then so I, I hit him with one elbow. Uh, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, that was nice. And I did it again. And I saw his eyes change. You know, uh, I noticed like it hurt. And I was like, right, I'm going crazy with this right now. <laughs> yeah. So for anybody that has an opportunity, right? Because that was against Randy Villarreal, right? Uh, uh -huh. Fury FC 60. Uh, and it was in the second round. Yeah. Second round. So anybody that has an opportunity, I think uh, Will it was on uh, Fury FC's Twitter, right? Well, I think the fight was on Fight Pass, right? And then they have they have your finish on their Twitter page. So if anybody wants to see the finish, yeah, it's on their Twitter page. Oh yeah, yeah, but definitely check that out. It's a it's an early finish. Like, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Will was sharing with me, and I was like, all I can think about is like, oh my god, this guy's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I am a little mean. Uh, but it, it's funny because uh, I actually talked to Randy before, and it, it's so weird because like uh, guys don't think i can make 125 just because I, I fought at 145 as a pro before and mm -hmm. uh and so like the people are like hey i saw that you fought at 145 can you make 125 so people imagine me like as this <laughs> huge guy but i'm i'm i think randy probably cut more weight than me you know oh really I think a lot of 25ers probably cut more weight than me and uh i just for a long time i just refused to cut weight you know and i believe like i was a lot more technical than these guys but, uh, but yeah, so Randy messaged me. He was like, he was like hey, man, can you make the way? Because uh, financially, like, I got to move some things around. He has his own gym, so he has to, like, dedicate time, you know. I was like, yes, I'll, I will make the way, 100%. And, uh, and then uh, his brother messaged me, and, you know, like, it, 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 I, I get the respect part of it, you know. Like, and I, I respect him as a martial artist. But when it's in there, um, I'm trying to, I'm hurting you, you know, because <laughs> yeah. at, at this point, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's my career versus your career. And it's, it's me feeding my family against you feeding your family. So nothing personal, but uh, those are my strong motivations for it, you know. Yeah. And I mean, on a six fight win streak and, and I mean, Fury FC, it's on Fight Pass, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's how I saw it. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, you're at the point where you can't take the type of risks like you have to just go for it at this point. Cause it seems like from the outside perspective, at least it seems like you're pretty much right on the cusp there from getting like really recognized, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you can't take any chances with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you said, yeah. it's your I, just, I just want to finish people. <laughs> cause I know that's what they like. And then, uh, cause before I was just like, I was one and two. I was like, I don't know. And I was fighting these really good guys. And, uh, and then I was like, you know, I was just trying to win, you know, and I was winning, but then, uh, my buddy, Terrence, uh, Terrence McKinney, he was like, he's like, bro, you gotta start finishing these guys. If you want to like get recognition. And then I was like, huh, all right. And then, so like my next, like, uh, so I, I just like, I literally just started trying to finish people, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, that's, that's, if that's what they want, then I'm just trying to not just win, but like dominate and finish, you know, <laughs> well, you make it sound so now, easy. Right? 
It's like Terrence McKinney told you you should start finishing people. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, I'll I'll just start doing that. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, it's funny, man, because like I get I, I get people really tired, and then there's there's definitely I think honestly all my last fights, none of my fights were close. You know, I like all of them. Literally every single fight was a 30, 30 25, You know, like for scoring for a three round <laughs> yeah. fight, every single fight. So like I could have finished every single fight I had, and uh, I just like. I just kind of held back a little bit, you know? So, uh, I know, I know it sounds silly. Like he's like, Hey, you gotta finish people, but I needed that advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, there's pros and cons, right? Cause, cause you go through fights like that, where you go to decision stuff. It's also just, you know, it's time, time in the fight, you know, it's, it's experience gained, you know? Um, I mean, finishes are great and that's definitely what people want to see, but, um, Experience is important too, especially at this point, you know? All right. So, uh, Carlos, I had a quick question for you, man. And one of the things that I love to ask all the fighters all the time is like, uh, what got you started into mixed martial arts, right? Because when you think about the fact that you get locked into a cage and you have to beat somebody else up as a sport, (laughs) like it's pretty crazy. Right. So I always wonder like, what, what got you there? Yeah. So, uh, so I just competed all my life, you know, so I did jujitsu growing up and, uh, I just ended up at a really high level gym growing up in Las Vegas. And I just, I was just, I loved it, you know? And, uh, I was just one of those kids that had, um, like an abundance of energy and, uh, and it, it just, it was my outlet, you know, it was out my outlet as a kid. And so I, I, I competed in jujitsu and, uh, you know, growing up in jiu-jitsu, I just, like, my dream was to be a black belt world champion, you know, and so those were my goals, and, uh, like, my life revolved around that. It was just, like, just competing, training. Like, I was, like, I was literally, like, 13, 14 years old, and I remember training, like, three times a, three times a day during the summers, and, uh, just, like, not because I was forced, but just because I loved it so much, you know? <laughs> and uh, I was under this guy named Sergio Pena, who's now a red and white belt. So he's been a black belt Damn. for, like, 55 years, you know? So he's – and he has a legacy of his own. So, like, he would talk about his stories of uh, when he fought Ricks and Gracie. Like, oh, uh, <laughs> and then when, it was crazy. His story is, like, uh, he, was a, he, was a, he was a purple belt. And then his instructor talked to Rickson's coach and was like, Hey, I have a guy that can beat your, uh, that can beat Rickson. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to compete against a purple belt. And he was like, okay. And the next day he gave Sergio his black belt. All right. And then he competed. Oh, damn. Yeah. So I'll hear stories like that. <laughs> growing up all the time. Yeah. I'll hear stories like that growing up all the time. And you know, I, I had people always saying like, yeah, you're going to be a world champion one day, you know? And then, so like, I, I, I love jujitsu. And then I, I started doing wrestling. You know, and I was like, in my mind, I was like, man, if I, I want to be the best grappler in the world, I have to do something else uh, other than jujitsu, like to give me that edge. So I started wrestling and uh, and I did phenom- phenomenal in, at wrestling, you know, and I really didn't wrestle even that long. But uh, but then, like, I wrestled like two years in high school and then I went to college. And uh, then my first year in college as a, as a true freshman uh, I beat like the number one ranked guy in the nation and uh, like NAIA, which is like almost like division two. And, mm-hmm. um, and so like, you know, I was just, I just, I'm just a competitor. And then when I got done wrestling in college, uh, you know, I did really well, but I, like, I went through a lot of injuries. Um, when I got done wrestling in college, I, I just like, I didn't want to just live life <laughs> without competing. So I just wanted yeah. to find something to keep competing 
And then my buddy Joaquin, he was like, uh, he was like six and one as a pro. And, uh, uh, this guy was just a freak athlete, just a freak, you know? And he didn't train at all. He like, what, what, what was crazy to me is like, he just didn't train. And, uh, like, but his conditioning was so insane. He would just get these guys so tired and he was at a sprinting pace for 15 minutes and people would just wear out. And he was like, uh, Hey, um, do you want to fight for this title in Montana? And I was like, yeah, sure. And, uh, and that's when I fought Sean O'Malley. So, uh, yeah, yeah. and then they're like, uh, Hey, we're going to fib about your record and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> but that, that was my first fight. And, um, but yeah, so that's, that's really the reason why, uh, wait, that was your first fight. Yeah. That was my first fight ever. Is, uh, yeah, if you look on the topology page, it's hilarious because you you click on like the more details, and it's like FFL bantamweight championship, and you're like, this is the first fight on the list. What the yeah. hell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's wild, man. But, yeah, hey, and uh, to be fair, that belt should have been yours. I mean, that 100%. was kind of yeah, and, and it's mean. funny because I didn't know the rules. <laughs> like, I didn't know you couldn't hit people in the back of the head. That mm-hmm. instance when I was in mount when I mounted him and I was grounding pounding him, I didn't yeah. hit him in the back of the head. Didn't but there's like, like two there's like two other times where I did hit him in the back of the head. And I kept doing it. I just didn't remember the rules. I was just like, oh shit. So, you know, uh I, I try not to blame that ref because like I hit him in the back of the head like two other times. And yeah. then uh it looked pretty close. Like I hit him in the ear and he was like, What happened was like uh Sean was he like I hit him in the like ear right here. At, uh and at this point I was like, All right, I can't hit this guy in the back of the head. All right. And then he started holding the back of his head yeah. and he was like, yeah. the back of my head, the back of my head. And they stopped the fight because he couldn't continue. But, was that, um, was that a, a thought of the, the back of the head or was he actually saying that? No, that's literally what he said. He literally like he uh, held his head and it was like the back of my head, the back of my head. And uh, then uh, then he, classic. you know, he couldn't continue or whatever. But, you know, uh, yeah, that's that's why I fight. Is I mean, could, I, could he, though? He I saw the video. I he could have, bro. He could have, um, but did he want to? You know, it was. We were both tired. It was and, a grueling uh, pace. <laughs> yeah, and we were. We we're both tired, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I think it was just it, it was the easier thing for him. So yeah, but uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah but anybody that didn't see the fight though, right? It's the fifth round. It's on YouTube, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. He mounts Sean O'Malley. Uh, he's hitting him with some ground and pound, really beating him up. And uh, I think he tries to uh, bridge, right? And he just doesn't get you off of him. Yeah. And you just keep on beating his head, and that's when he starts complaining about getting <laughs> in the back of the head. Oh, man. I got like – so I was watching that, and I was like, dude, I feel like I'm watching Aljamain Sterling all over again. You know, where he's oh, like, yeah, I oh, know. oh, I can't – like somebody help you hold him up. It's, yeah. so, it's so crazy that how much attention from I get from that fight. You know, uh, I mean, I can only even, imagine. Even Peter Yan retweeted that fight, and I remember <laughs> like, "What? This is craziness!" The Bannon at the time he was the Bantamweight World Champion. I was like, tweeted about my fight with O'Malley. You know, and it's not about me. It's because yeah. I fought O'Malley. You know, uh, but uh, it's it's just funny. Uh, how crazy is the, the 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 UFC Bantamweight champions posting clips from your very first fight? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's it's wild. Funny. And you know, you know what's even crazier about that fight? Terrence McKinney was my corner for that fight. Oh, really? And then at the time, he didn't want to fight. I remember we were trying to get him a fight on that car, and he was like, "No, bro, I don't. I never want to fight." He was like, "I, I want to. I just want to wrestle." 
and he's like, I ain't trying to get hit. So uh, no, it's funny, man. It's like the 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 play of the people there. You know, it's it it, it was a special night. It was kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, without that's us cool. knowing it until now. Yeah, that's super cool. It makes you just wonder, like, that's got to happen all the time, right? With some <laughs> amateur fight on a regional scene, and there's just like immense talent there that just hasn't just they haven't gotten killers. there yet. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's 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 it's, it's kind of cool. So I, I think that's my favorite thing about that, you know, that uh, that fight is that you know there's there's some talent there was some talent there, you know, and we just didn't know it yet. But uh, yeah, that's super cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah. something special to look back on for sure, man. And th- so this was uh, the team in Vegas. Uh, this I lived in Idaho. So uh, okay. So what happened was uh, I went to go wrestle in college. And then I loved Idaho so much that I just I stayed in Idaho. And then um, I hear that all the time. Yeah, man, so beautiful. Yeah, I try, <laughs> I try, I try to keep people away from there though. So for those of you watching, <laughs> another place. Place. Don't, don't waste your time going there. <laughs> no, uh, no, I, yeah, I lived, I lived in Idaho, and uh, I started fighting there. But uh, it was just like when I was fighting, it was more like. Hey, you want to take fight? And I was like, sure. And then we, I would go run with my buddy, and I'd be like, that was our training, you know. <laughs> and I and I carried that on with like my first three pro fights. And I was just like, I was just running, you know. And uh, that, I think that's where those first two losses come in my record. And then I start training after that. But, well, you must have been what eighteen, nineteen in that fight. Yeah, uh, uh, that fight I was eighteen. Eighteen. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right on, and so then uh, you go from that camp. You're in uh, Lozon Mixed Martial Arts now, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. What What are some of the uh, the the biggest differences that you've seen now going over to Lozons, uh, or some of the things that really stand out to you? You know, um, so like uh, from Lozons to other gyms, uh, being in Massachusetts, there's a huge boxing influence, and I think that's something that uh, has really helped my game. Because uh, in Washington, I was focusing a lot on Muay Thai, but uh, which is great, and um, and I do have good stand up. I just have really, really better grappling, you know. Mm-hmm. And then so here at Lozons, there's a, there's a strong boxing influence, and then uh, there's some really great athletes. Like it's just it's weird. There's like some really like like everywhere. Uh, a lot of gyms I go here, they're just really good freaking athletes. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the water. Um, yeah, and then you know, uh, there's good grappling here too, uh, and then uh, there's there's like a community, you know. And Massachusetts is so small; it's like a community of people that like cross train with each other consistently, and that's what's cool about it. So it, yeah, it's that's uh, valuable. Yeah, and it is great. You get different looks, you get different opinions, and uh, obviously Joe, uh, he's very experienced and he he has a very unique insight you know so uh it's it's a good mixture for what i need you know yeah and i mean the guy i mean the guy's got to be I, I mean you could tell even back in the day the guy was like a wealth of knowledge but I, even now it's like i mean he's been in it since tough five right what, what year was that uh, <laughs> was I, don't, I don't even know a year it's like a long time <laughs> he's five <laughs> years older than me oh yeah. probably pretty close but uh no yeah that's no, crazy uh joe's a good guy man he's a really good guy he's helped me out a lot you know so uh yeah, yeah there's a uh, good people good people here in massachusetts that's cool that's so awesome. so what's the goal from here is the goal 
you said you guys you have kind of a group of guys that are kind of trying to shape the future a little bit for you but is the goal to go somewhere like lfa which is like one of the big feeder organizations is the goal like contender series short notice fights it's pretty much anything right now right now we're working on a short notice fight so mm-hmm. i'm working on a short notice fight and if i don't get a short notice i'm just gonna fight for fear again get another finish and then just make it undeniable you know <laughs> yeah so, uh, i love it <laughs> yeah i mean that's uh that's the plan man so um i'm just i i just know like uh because like I, I was dominating people like like not like my first when i was one and two i was fighting a guy that was nine and four at 145 yeah. you know so uh and i know like i know like technically i'm i'm just i'm way better and uh i was doing it at 35 the, the cut at 125 is easy and i'll keep doing it to guys at 125 even more aggressively you know so uh i know it's gonna happen and i, I know it's gonna happen soon you know i'm gonna get that call and then I know when I get to the UFC, I'm going to keep doing this, you know, I'm going to keep doing this too. And like, you probably hear this a lot from like guys who are like about to fight in the UFC, but I know when I get to the UFC and I grab people cause I've been grappling for 20 years. Uh, and I know where I stand on the hierarchy of like, like just grappling. Um, it's just, I, I feel like the level of competition, it's, it's not that high, you know? And I know when I grab someone in the UFC, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be surprising to them um but uh yeah it's gonna happen man so that's kind of the plan we're just waiting on a short notice and if it doesn't happen then i'll make it undeniable with another finish you know so yeah i mean it's back back too it's like uh the mounted triangle and then the elbows mounted triangle is one of my like all-time favorite submissions it's so sick oh, you, yeah. can just, you can just trick somebody a little bit to think like oh there's my way out and then all of a sudden they're like yeah. choking. I love, I love that. I, that's actually one of my favorite techniques. Uh, mostly because, like, uh, like what most people like to do, they like to roll to their back. But then what happens? Like, because I'm a small guy, big guys will stack you, and then now they're on top and with all their weight on you, probably pass to side control. So I was like, oh, well, well, if like I don't, if I don't want that to happen, I'm just gonna get the angle on top and then finish. Yeah. And then I start finishing so many people with it. So. Um, so yeah, I love that technique, and I love yeah. mount. So, uh, <laughs> it, I love the mount, and I love the back. And people either give up one or the other. So, yeah, it's weird. It, it seems like lately, I don't know if this is just in my head, but like at least in the UFC lately, like a lot of guys don't even <laughs> they're like are choosing not to go to mount. Like people are staying in half guard or staying in side control, and a lot of people it seems like they're avoiding mount. Like it's not. I feel I like what, what, I feel like in general people they like side control more than mount just because they don't have the technique of like control and mount because yeah uh, and it, it it's like it's not it is balance but like mounting people like it's not really taught like the fun of there's not like a fundamental class that you go to like and you learn about like the balance of mount and the pressure of mount. You know, yeah, it's yeah. rare. Like, there's like, like you have to find like a specialist almost, almost to like figure that out. But um, no, like I, I find a lot because I teach jujitsu too. Uh, I find a lot of people prefer side control because it, it's like less likely to get rolled over versus yeah. mount. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. I love mount. I love love mounting people, and I think a lot of fighters uh, they just want to be a little bit more safe, so they stay in half guard. Yeah, or that makes mount. sense. Yeah. It's also just like you said, there's balance and then there's also 
it is, I guess, it can be harder to control somebody. But I remember I saw, I think it was uh, Weidman and Gasolum, where he had him mounted. Weidman had him mounted, and he gave up some space so that Gasolum would try to turn, and he, like, mm-hmm. caught him with the arm triangle in the transition. Yeah. And I was like, that's yeah, the that biggest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, people get, like, tunnel vision when they put pressure on them from out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, I see a lot of people get, they get nervous getting rolled over from that mount yeah. position. That makes sense. So uh, it sounds like you you're a pretty intense guy. Been competing for a very long time. What are some of the things that you like to do to <laughs> unwind? Like in between fights, <laughs> what do you do for fun? What are some of the hobbies? Uh, so you know what I like to do for fun? Uh, <laughs> I like to watch jujitsu. Like I, I'll, go, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go watch jujitsu and I'll do uh, I'll watch fights and I'll like I'll almost like film study it. So like, mm. that's kind of, that's literally like what I love doing. Um, but a lot of what I've been doing recently now is cause I'm, I'm going to college right now. So, uh, a lot of my time goes to like doing schoolwork and then teaching and then just training. So literally like my off time is, uh, is it's almost like my training, like my training is my fun. And that's, it, that's it, like, I don't have any other, married, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm married. And, so, I, I'm, it, and my wife, luckily, Luckily, she loves training too. So we. I was going to oh, say, nice. so is your wife like, hey, let's watch Ozarks, and you're like, nah, let's watch this <laughs> this last <laughs> match. You know what I mean? <laughs> every once in a while, you know, uh, every once in a while, me and my wife do watch like TV shows to like unwind yeah. a little bit. But yeah. usually, like, I'm so tired, like, especially with school. <laughs> like, recently, I've been getting like four hours of sleep, like almost every single night. <laughs> and I'm trying to squeeze in sleep, sleep here and there, but. uh I'd be so tired. You're like, uh, she's like, hey, you want to watch some TV? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then I'll lay down. I'm just, I'm just knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, when you do decide to unwind with a little bit of TV, what kind of shows are we talking? Um, American Dad. American Dad. <laughs> Alex American He's Dad. He's like uh, Ultimate Fighter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Roger's one of the best yeah, characters Ultimate, ever. Ultimate, we just watched Ultimate Fighter, the new season, the other day. So. I haven't watched it yet. I need to watch it. It's pretty good. It good? I, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I feel like oh, there's yeah. gonna be a lot of drama in this one. So there we go. Yeah, that's hilarious. I'm right, sorry. Uh, <laughs> do you still consider Vegas home? Do you still have more more family in Vegas or? Yeah, most of my family in, uh, that's in America because my mom's from El Salvador and my dad's from Mexico. Uh, they're mostly like at least the people who are close to me are in Vegas. So, uh, but I don't like Vegas. My wife's also from Vegas. Uh, I don't like I don't like Vegas. Uh, it's nice to visit there, um, but. Man, I just I have a husky, um, and this dude is not would not survive there. It's too damn hot. Husky <laughs> <laughs> probably loves Massachusetts though. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's he loves, husky. Yeah, I'll, I'll get him on the longboard. I'll get him on the longboard, and we'll just go, we'll go around for a couple months. I think I saw that on your Instagram on your uh, just a couple days ago. A lot of That's practice cool. with that man. I've, I've yeah. eaten, I've eaten crap a lot. <laughs> you get him on the longboard. Yeah, I get him. I literally get him on the longboard, and then. Uh, I have another dog. She looks like a coyote. Uh, and then uh, she's fast as heck. She's faster than my, my husky. But um, uh, they'll pull me. Yeah, they'll pull me. But, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Run. Yeah. And it's, it's, an, it's enjoyable for me. I'm a lot more safer with it now, but I used to eat, I used to eat it a lot. <laughs> 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 I learned. I learned. So. Well, Travel by go. fire. 
<laughs> well, no, that's Funny. awesome. And so uh, it's cool because, uh, you know, I, I have a couple dogs over here myself. I have a couple little French bulldogs and an English bulldog. And I just remember seeing all these videos and I'm like, dude, these bulldogs love to like skate, you know? And so like I get my son's skateboard and they're like, get that shit out of my face, dude. <laughs> so I was like, uh, I'm listening to you talking about the dogs in Longboard. I'm like, damn, my dreams, man. <laughs> I used to skateboard too as a kid, so uh, I feel oh, yeah. like I, I gained a lot of balance from that for jujitsu is uh, from skateboarding, which is funny. But dude, yeah, I miss that. That was fun time skating. Man, well, <laughs> I do you it know, it, there's a couple things that I'm really impressed about uh, with you uh, because it, it truly sounds like you're obsessed, man. And I'm not saying that in a bad way, you know. But uh, when you just talk about the fact that you've been ke- competing for so long, you absolutely love jujitsu since you were younger you're training three times a day for fun you watch jujitsu matches you know during your downtime uh and you know when when you sit on here and you say hey like i i'm gonna go into the ufc and i know that i'm gonna be able to make some noise like i i believe it man i really do i appreciate it so i I, i'm super excited uh to see what the future holds for you man uh sky's the limit for you dude uh will did you have any other questions uh, no, man. I mean, I, I would say the same exact thing Romero just said. I, it just makes sense. you know. Thank you very much, you guys. I appreciate that, man. And I am obsessed. I take that as a compliment because I know <laughs> <Yeah>. I am. <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I, and I'm saying it like the nicest way possible. You know, you're, you're truly obsessed with your craft. And I think that's when we see uh, a lot of masterpieces come through, you know, when, yeah. when there's obsession that's involved. A healthy obsession <laughs> uh, which is awesome man no, so uh thank you very much uh and then uh is there anything that you actually wanted to cover or anything that you wanted to plug uh no that uh, actually sounded pretty perfect to me man uh <laughs> yeah I just, uh you know uh i guess if i was to add something i just want to say if hey, mama are you if you're watching this i love you very much so uh that's the only one the only thing i want to add to that so Oh, I yeah. love that, man. He likes to watch my interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. And uh, so, yeah, anybody, if you have, uh, don't follow him yet, it's Carlos Lazoya MMA on Instagram and on Twitter. So make sure that you give him a follow, support him. Uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, as soon as his next fight is announced or anything like that, we'll, we'll be posting it for you as well. Uh, but, man, really, wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much, brother. And I just made my Instagram too, so I need to get on it a little bit more. uh, (laughs) Thank you. I I forgot I had an Instagram. (laughs) Carlos, thank you so much for joining us. Thank uh, you so much, brother. You guys have a nice day. You too. If you don't mind hanging out for a couple seconds, and for everybody else, thanks for listening to a special edition of Story of the Fight.